Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN with former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers. I'm Anthony Stalter. 301. Your time check is brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. We're not quite 24 hours away from kickoff of uh, the NFL season, but it's going to be a great one tomorrow night at Arrowhead Stadium as the Lions, the much-hyped Lions, take on the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Joining us right now via our celebrity line is my good buddy Sean Belegian. When uh, when I first got into radio, I worked with Sean, who's one of the best dudes in radio. Works for WJR in Detroit and hosts the uh, the night show for them, and has covered the lines for a long time. Shawnee B, how are you? Hey, pleasure to chat with you again, my friend. Uh, thanks for having me, fellas. All right, Sean. Before we get into the Lions talk, which I'm really excited to talk about the Lions because my guy Dan Campbell just love the guy. How are uh, how are our Red Wings looking up there this year? I mean, Stevie Iserman's got the Iser plan going. Are we believing or not? Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting because take a look at this division. I mean, this division is just an absolute bear. You know, I know Boston lost. Uh, some key parts, but I, I mean, they're still going to be outstanding. Tampa isn't going anywhere. Toronto, I mean, God forbid Toronto actually shows something beyond the first round. I mean, they, they look so good. And then you've got Florida. Montreal is going to be better. So, I mean, this division is is going to be tough. In playoffs, maybe. You know, I, I, I think bringing in a guy like Debrinkit, I had a chance to see him in junior the kid scores. I mean, that's what he does. And, you know, you're talking about a player now that 15, 20 years ago, guys like Caulfield, guys like Debrinket weren't going to be able to get their, their, their goals. I mean, just the way the game was played. But now you're watching these smaller snipers, you know, really make a good living in this league and just pump the net full of goals. So it's, it's intriguing. The team's going to be better but so is the whole division. It, it's I think the Atlantic this year is really going to be a division to watch because, you know, like I said, everybody's still right there. Montreal's going to be better. Detroit's going to be better. Ottawa, Buffalo were this close last year. Going to be very interesting this year. Well, you know what else is going to be interesting is the fact that Detroit's going to have the Red Wings that are going to be a better team, and now the Lions that last year was – was quite a year for the Lions. What can we expect this year? Because there's been a lot of hype surrounding the Lions. Anthony, some days he believes, some days he doesn't. <laughs> not sure where his head's at completely. I'm a believer. I adopted the Lions last year. They're my my youngest now of all the teams that I support. Uh, what are we looking at here for as far as a record for this team, maybe? Or do they have a chance to win the division? You know, I, I think the division is there for the taking. And that that's I think that's the biggest piece of bait that's sitting out there you have to remember for guys like me and anthony and a lot of people that grew up detroit lion fans misery is part of our dna it really is and i i say this to people all the time because i you know in st louis how much of you guys actually followed the lions over the years the lions have one playoff win in the super bowl era one that's it and when you say that to people yeah, when you say that to people, they're like, yeah, that's funny. And I'm like, I, I didn't make that up. You know, that's that's a real thing. So 
we've been burned. We've been jaded for so many years. So I can't blame Anthony or anybody else for, for, you know, going, okay, I've seen this before. But what I would do instead is, is say, take a look at their roster. The job that Brad Holmes has done, flipping this roster in two years' time is incredible. I, I don't think in my lifetime I've ever seen a roster this deep. You know, in the past, the Lions had, you know, some special players, and it starts with Barry Sanders, obviously. But you've never seen the depth across the board like you do with this roster. And I think that brings up hope. I think this offense is is going to be dynamic. And, you know, I keep using the term up here. It's it's like Burger King. Have it your way. Which way do you want us to burn you? You know, Gibbs is going to be a guy that, you know, He's a running back in name only at camp, guys. I watched him line up at receiver. I watched him line up in the slot. He is going to be almost like a prep uh, player, like an athlete, just a guy that goes out there and makes some plays. Defensively, I'm still worried about the run game. That's one thing that hasn't gone away. But Brad saw how poor the secondary was last year and went out and, and addressed it and got proven commodities to come here to Detroit to help shore that up. So you add it all together, I really, truly believe it's the best team in, in, in what is not a very good NFC North. And uh, so with that being said, I think a lot of people are saying, hey, we got to win the division. You know, and that's something the Lions haven't done in 30 years. Sean Belegian is our guest here in the Fastlane on 101 ESPN. Sean covers all things Detroit sports for 760 WJR in Detroit. I, Sean, I do want to ask you, because I love, I mean, this is a passionate sports fan base here in St. Louis. I know firsthand it's it, in Detroit it's the same same deal. Blue collar, they love their teams, diehard fans, regardless of whether or not the team is, is good or not. So I do want to ask you about the fans, but I got I got to say this. When it, when you're saying everything and you're excited and we were talking about you know how impressive uh, the, some of the pieces are for the Lions, I did not hear anything about the defense. How how much improved could this defense be? Because I think that that's kind of where the season hangs in the balance. No. Well, no. You know what? I, I I'm still terrified about the run defense, guys. I I really am. I, I to me. You know, I'll go back to what Brad did in the offseason. Brad saw that the pass secondary was a problem and went out and signed a bunch of pieces. And and you know what? I, I really look at and by the way, proven commodities as well. So I look at the pass defense as being greatly improved. I, I'm terrified uh, about the, the, the run game. And I'm one of the few here, but I can't get it out of my head. I, you guys have no reason to remember this. There is a game on Christmas Eve. Carolina did whatever they wanted against the Lions on the ground. And, and remember, we saw that yeah. a few times during the course of the season. And, and you know, it, it, it made your head explode. I think, you know, the, the active quarterback is going to give them fits as well. You saw Justin Fields uh, do that to them last year. But yeah, no, no doubt about it. I mean, this team is not without its holes. And I'll, I'll reiterate, I really am still worried about the run defense until I see them actually executed on the field. Uh, you know, that's the only way that's going to make this go away. I'm not as worried about the past secondary. You know, I, I saw the pieces that he brought in at camp. Um, I, I think again, you know, they're proven commodities, but yeah, that, that, that run defense is, is fresh in the minds of a lot of people. Yours truly. All right, Sean. So, uh, as you mentioned, the, the lions fan base has been tortured and burned constantly. How excited are they, though? And can you compare compare what the hype is going in, into this football season? Can you compare it to any other time that you've been on radio in Detroit? 
Well, you know, I the only other time I can compare it to is is before I was, you know, on on radio and doing the television stuff. It, in 91, the Lions went 12-4, and went to the NFC Championship. They they won their only playoff game, as we mentioned, beating the Dallas Cowboys. And I, I still remember Pat Summerall saying during that game, John, I think we're looking at the two teams of the 90s. Well, three Super Bowl later, the, the Dallas Cowboys lived up to that, and the Lions didn't get another playoff win. And heading into 92, there was an incredible excitement about that team. And unfortunately, some guy named Jim Harbaugh, whatever happened to him, threw a touchdown on the last play of the game, and, and the Bears beat the Lions in the first game. And, and I think, Anthony, the whole Detroit area did the, oh, no, here we go again sure. aspect. Yeah. So. Um, you know, that's the only thing I could compare it to, really. In, in my time being in the business, I, I don't think there's anything to compare it to. Uh, the, the tickets have been sold out for months. You know, that, that's something that, that you don't see around here. And uh, the preseason games were absolutely packed. They had two preseason games at home. Um, you know, the, the secondary market right now for the Lions is incredible. It's, it's, it's amazing looking at some of the prices out there. The one thing you can say about this fan base is as much as they've been kicked, boy, they love their football and they love their Lions and they support the Lions. I've never seen it like this, though. I've never, ever, ever have seen it like this. The expectations are incredible. So, Sean, would it be safe to say or fair to say that, yes, the on-field you know, roster building by the GM has been fantastic, but that one of the biggest missing pieces before Dan Campbell got there was Dan Campbell? Because I remember playing 100%. in Detroit for the Red Wings, and it is so blue-collar that people like would just gravitate to a guy like Dan Campbell. And what he's been able to do with this team has been fantastic from an on-field standpoint, but also the off-field where the fans have been just buying in left and right to Dan Campbell, bringing out a real lion for training <laughs> camp and all this craziness. Now, is Dan Campbell, in your opinion, is the does the coaching – match you know the hype because he, obviously you look at this guy he's a monster he talks crazy he does a lot of fun stuff the players love him but does the coaching match the hype when it comes to dan campbell you know and and, and you know this better than anybody is is a, a professional athlete i think the term culture has become bastardized over the years but in dan campbell's case i'm going to make an exception he took over a franchise that I, there has been a culture problem with this franchise for decades, not a decade. I, I'm talking plural decades. There really has been. And, and to change it as quickly as he did was absolutely remarkable. And part of the reason that he changed it, and this goes back to the point you were making, is he puts his faith in these guys. He has made some questionable calls. He has done some head-scratching, you know, fourth and fives and fourth and three guys I believe in you were going for it where you know as well as I do where the fan base is going to go damned if you do damned if you don't if it doesn't work this guy's the dumbest guy on earth but the guys know that he believes in them and he trusts them and he puts them in positions to succeed and and you have really watched that materialize in the last couple of years so there's no doubt about that 
You are talking about Dan Campbell being the personification, literally the poster child for the rejuvenated Lions. I'm apt to say I don't think Brad Holmes gets enough credit here because of the strength of Dan Campbell and what he's done. Because it takes two to tangle. He's done such a great job, you know, bringing the talent in here and making the most of the draft. But, boy, the heavy lifting and changing that culture and getting guys to buy in – that's squirrely on Dan Campbell's broad shoulders. Uh, Sean, I couldn't believe when I saw uh, social media that uh, you were having a beer with Jack. I, I remember doing, like, <laughs> you know, remotes back in Detroit when he, he was he was up to my shin, and now you're having you're having a beer with him. I, I can't believe it. Where, where's, where's the time gone, man? Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, man. It's, you know, one, one just turned 24. My daughter just started at Michigan State with her freshman year. I mean, wow. time flies, and yet the one consistent is the Lions haven't been able to win a division, and they've only won one playoff game. So here we are. Well, maybe they'll change the more this, this change, year. The more they say the same. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, one last I thing. Really I think they're going to win the division, boys. Uh, you know, it put me on record. I, I really do. I, you know, I don't know how far they're going to go. There, there are, you know, still some issues with this team. As I said, I think the run defense is one big issue, but. Uh, put me on record. I, I I think this looks like an 11 win team, and I think they're going to win the NFC North and finally, finally host a home playoff game, which they haven't been able to do in Ford Field's history. Well, you you kind of answered my question there. I was going to ask you, well, not just about the division, but you know about the conference. This is a very winnable conference for a number of teams. You know, they got. I think there's three or four teams you look at and go, ah, they could win this conference. In your opinion, what would have to go right? for the Lions to win the conference? Because there are good teams, the Eagles being one of them. The Saints are going to be a better team. Yeah. You look across the board, there are some teams out there. Yeah, there are. You know, I, I think, you know, I, I hate to keep going back to this, the run defense. You know, I, I watched Philly slice them up in the past. You know, I, I mentioned the Carolina game, and I, I think they could be pretty sneaky this year as well, quite frankly. But I, I think if, if you get even – a, an acceptable, I'm not even talking about a great run defense. If you get an acceptable run defense, uh, boy, the Lions could make a run. They, they really could. And, um, you know, Seattle's another team that, that just ran all over them last year. Seattle did whatever they wanted to Detroit last year. And that, it's tough to get those images out of your head. But as the season progressed, I think the Lions were a different team from early in the season when they played Seattle. But I, I, I'm going to go back to that. If you get an acceptable, acceptable run defense, this Lion team is going to score some points, guys. I, I, I really like this offense, and this is, you know, I'm saying that even knowing that, that Jamison Williams is going to miss six weeks. I, I, I think they've got a lot of different pieces that can hurt you and, and hurt you in a myriad of ways. So uh, you shore up that, that run defense a little bit. Lions are going to be tough for anybody to beat, and I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth. <laughs> Sean, you're a blast, man. Always always love having you on the show. Uh, if you want to check out Sean, WJR does the night night show. You guys are on at set 6 or 7 Eastern. Seven, seven o'clock or six o'clock. Sorry about that. So, yeah, no, let's do it again. Uh, nice Excellent. chat with you guys. Yeah, you too, Sean. Thank you. We'll see ya. All right. All right. That's Sean Belegian.